You're listening to Simple Roots Radio, episode one. You know, as I say, your values are really everything. So uh, I say they're the kind of foundation of who you are. They're how you see the world, how you see others, and most importantly, how you see yourself. So your values, they drive you, they um, help you understand what's important, and you really, you can't live without them. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Schoen. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. A nutritionist by trade, Alexa has rebelled against common misconceptions about nutrition and has created a realistic health style that will allow you to live a healthy, satisfied, and more simplistic life. It's raw, it's real, it's unfiltered. It's Simple Roots Radio. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Hello and welcome. I am so excited you're here. This is the very first episode of this brand new podcast. It's all dedicated to simplifying your health journey, to get rid of the noise and the chaos that fills our life, and to truly understand how our body works and what it needs for you. It's not that difficult. In fact, it's quite simple. And it's not just about what we're putting in our body, although nutrition will always be central to our discussion, but we're also going to dig into more personal development, living a purpose-driven life, changing our mindset, simplifying everything in our life, and making real and honest changes that can be sustained for life. So I'm excited you're going to join me on this journey. Today's episode is going to be awesome. We have Michaela Kate joining us, and Michaela is a speaker, writer, and coach. She is known to help others discover their purpose in life, unlock dreams, and release their inner voice. She is passionate to see you reach your full God-given potential. Her heart is to inspire the next generation to discover who they are and what they're made to do. She believes that we all have a unique voice locked within each one of us, and Michaela is authorized to help you release it. In her coaching, she equips you to walk confidently in who you are and help you discover what you are made to do by giving you tangible steps to move forward. Michaela will help ignite your story and put you in tune to the script that was written just for you. Today, Michaela and I are going to be talking about purpose and value and what that means to each one of us and ultimately finding our strengths so that we can live a more purposeful life, which also means a healthier life. So we're going to get into these topics, how to figure out what you really value, the importance of knowing your purpose, her personal struggle and triumph with weight, and the number one thing Michaela thinks everyone should be doing to reach their health goals. So here we go. So excited to have you on the show, Michaela. We kind of have a longer story or a longer history. Um, we knew each other in college, kind of, um, sort of, and <laughs> um, we've gotten to know right. each other more since we both started our own business, kind of um, working mm. in the online space. We've just held each other accountable and got reacquainted. So it's been a lot of fun to get to know Michaela and learn more about what she has going on and how she can help all of you. I know she's been a huge influence in my life in the last six months, and I can't thank her enough for that. And so I'm so excited to share all of the wisdom that she has. So we're going to get into the questions here. In Michaela's coaching sessions and the blog, she often talks about nailing your colors to the wall. Michaela, how do you help people understand their values? Right. Well, thank you, Alexa, for having me on the show. Uh, I feel honored to be your first guest and do my best to set the bar high here for the rest of your guests down the road. But great first question. You know, as I say, your values are really everything. So uh, I say they're the kind of foundation of who you are. They're how you see the world, how you see others, and most importantly, how you see yourself. So your values, they drive you, they um, help you understand what's important, and you really, you can't live without them. 
they're kind of like survival, survival values, I call them. Say you get thrown out into the woods, you're going to want that survival guide. And when I work with my clients, I help them identify their top three survival values. So on a week to week, what are those things that that drive you, that you just can't live without. For one person, it might be fun, adventure, and freedom. For somebody else, it might be trust, loyalty, and communication. So it's really understanding how you tick, how you're wired, things that really just drive you on a on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, I really like that because I've struggled so often with knowing my values and understanding what I really do value, but I feel like nailing that down really does help um, just kind of make that plan for your life. So what are the next steps after you create those values or you come to your must live by values? How do you transition people into using those to find success in their life? With values kind of being everything, they're kind of who you are. Uh, you can't ever escape them. And, you know, no matter down the road, if your job changes, you get married, kids, uh, whatever it may be, they're always with you wherever you go. And not only do they affect you, but they impact and influence others, those you work with, your kids. And so it is why it's so key and important to identify them and understand just what's important to you. So say you meet somebody, meet them for the first time, usually walk away and you're kind of gripped by who they are, you know, and hopefully it's a positive encounter where, you know, it's someone who just, man, they're so nice, you know, and unless there's some have some cool job like a food taster, what you remember and what you're impacted by is is who people are. And so, yes, why all the more it's it is so important to understand your values, how you're wired. It's just, yeah, beneficial. And it is kind of everything to to having that joy filled, kind of peaceful, meaningful life. Right. I agree. Um, Yeah. Total peace when you kind of understand your values and aim to base everything off of them. So this might be going out on a limb. I know you have everyone pick three (laughs) values, but is there like a set number or, you know, so many values people can hold on to in any given day? I mean, I kind of, I kind of nail a top three just to help people really understand, like even in relationships, you oftentimes like, oh, why am I finding conflict in this relationship? Well, it's because, you know, this person places such a high value on fun and this person is is just wants to go deep all the time. You know, one of my values is top three is is just depth and connection. And so of course I want to have fun, but but I also want to have so much depth and meaning every day that even little conflicts like that, it, it, it's good to identify. So in terms of a threshold, I think I, I don't think there is personally, but I think I do believe we each can hinder ourselves from living out our values to the maximum. Mm-hmm. Things that we believe, wrong mindsets, ways of believing, whether it be fear, worry, or trust, they kind of, I kind of like to say they kind of dam up our full potential. They put a barrier up to the full values that we want to live and we want to be and desire to be. So I think, yeah, unfortunately, I think, um, you know, sometimes our own wrong beliefs get in the way of of our full potential within our values. But something, you know, obviously we keep striving towards day after day. So 
Yeah, I like that answer. And one thing I love about Michaela is her cutting through the surface and getting to the heart, knowing that all change begins from within. So when talking about purpose and the fear of, you know, worry or missing out or constantly searching for your purpose in life, how do you see this paralyzing us? Well, I think you kind of answered, kind of answered the question in the answer and that I I agree. Fear does paralyze us. And it probably might look different for everyone, but it does. It kind of, I like to say, it holds us at attention, just kind of stops us in a, in our tracks. So step one with that is, is you know, like I say, I, I cut through the surface, get to the heart of that emotion. Oftentimes we say, oh, fear, like, oh, so bad. I don't want fear. But I like to say emotions and fear in itself isn't bad. Anger, jealousy, joy, really emotions are a window. Give us a window into what we're believing. Obviously, if you have fear or anger and you lash out and the actions of that, that's bad. We don't, we don't want to do that. But emotions, they do. They give us a window into the deeper heart of what's going on. So take fear, for instance. We want to start asking, you know, why am I fearful? Is it that I'm worried? Is it that I'm, something's not going to come through and I'm stressing out about that? Oh, I'm going to be single the rest of my life or whatever it is. And so we want to understand what is the deeper kind of root of of that fear and call it out and name it. And then you can start to speak truth into it, speak life into it so that you're not paralyzed and you can move forward and just get into the root of what is driving out that fear. Uh, if that's a short answer, if that makes sense. <laughs> no, yeah, totally. So how do you help or what are those steps in helping us to believe and understand what each of our purpose is? Right. It's the question everybody wants to know. Help me find my purpose. Do you have the magic in there? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, do it as as fast as you can. And I want to figure it out. Yeah. Great question. So at at the root of your purpose, I would say is passion. So really, we want to step one is identifying your passion. Um, And I'm just going to plow through here four quick questions that you can go away, think about, and help you start identifying your passion, which leads to your purpose. So uh, question one is, what did you love to do as a child? What are those memories, those things you think back and you're like, ah, I love like painting. I could paint for hours. I love that. You know, whatever it was, what did you love to do as a child? Number two is what can you spend hours a day doing? And you just, you lose track of time. All of a sudden you're kind of, you you know, you're lost in the moment. Like the world doesn't exist around you. You're just kind of in your zone. And that's question two. So question three, what do people most compliment you on? Maybe it's your you're really good at writing and you you get lots of compliments with that. You know, maybe it's, you're such a good communicator. What through the years have you noticed a pattern that people compliment you on? Because here you're touching on something that comes naturally, that people are just taking notice of what you naturally do. And then lastly, to think about, it's not a question, but a little homework assignment (laughs) would be to list out your top 10 things that you want to do in life. Like if, you know, could promise you these 10 things will happen in your life. 
what would they be? Uh, the key with this is to not filter your list. It could be, I want to be a billionaire. I want to be a best-selling author. I want to just be the best mom I can be and get as specific as you can. Those are some uh, questions to kind of begin, kind of sift through, and then kind of go back and you'll start to notice themes. Okay, well, wow, this is sticks out or that sticks out and, and just kind of start to, to go through. So that's step one. And then, of course, I would say as well, just draw people into that process. Some people know you better than you, you know yourself, and it's important to bring people into the, the passion, purpose process that we all want to go on and understand more about, about ourselves. So yeah, there's kind of no, I don't think there's any quick answer because it's a process. And But those are some questions to hopefully get people going on the right track. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it gets kind of deep already. You know, like, one, you have to take a compliment from someone and hone into the fact right. that you do have strengths and that we all have a purpose and a passion. So that's that's pretty cool. I'm going to write those up and put those at the end in the show notes <laughs> for sure. So talking more about our strengths and our purpose and our passion, mm-hmm. Michaela is an expert in strength fighting. What do you believe, Michaela, will change when we understand and start working with our strengths? So my experience with uh, clients as I help them identify their strengths is Basically, they, I just see them start to accelerate towards their purpose. You know, so often in life, get so tied up and focused on our weaknesses, how we need to improve. Right. Oh, okay. Even probably if you think about if you made goals for 2016, it's, oh, I need to do this better. Oh, I need a budget better, whatever. And, and that stuff, we don't, it's not bad. And there's times where we do want to focus on that. But when I see people grab a hold of their strengths, in turn, it does. It starts moving them towards their purpose, and it gives them this confidence to to move forward and to live in the full potential of their gifting. So, yeah, identifying your strengths is key. As I've seen, it just accelerates you all the more. For sure. And especially when we're working against our strengths, mm. you know, trying to do something or be something or not. Uh, what What is right. your advice on that? It kind of, that question, it kind of doesn't feel like there's any hard and fast rules, kind of being something we're not. I, I would want to, whoever that person is, I would kind of ask more questions because it kind of depends on where they're at, what's driving their desire to be something they want to be that maybe isn't necessarily in the cards for them or doesn't align with their gifts or strengths or or passion. So yeah, well, I guess with that question, it feels like it's maybe not hard and hard and fast rule or a blanket answer. But the key is for anybody, if if you kind of find yourself in that place, I'd say to keep asking. Sometimes when people are in a rut, I just say, keep asking the why question. Okay, why do you feel like that way? Okay, well, why? Why does that make you feel like that? You know, and just keep to get to the root of something that really feels like, aha, that's it. Mm-hmm. If that's helpful at all. Yeah, right. For sure. I think I asked that question as it relates to health and nutrition. Just so often, I feel like Mm. we try to be something or someone we're not. We go about our goals and we try to achieve them doing things that we're we're just not gifted at. We're not, you know, it's not our strength. Mm -hmm. So how can we use our strengths to better our overall health and see more success in the areas that we're striving for as it relates to health and nutrition? 
I love this question because it really combines, I think, kind of my niche and my heart with with your heart with health and nutrition. Mm -hmm. And I would say number one would just be to use it together as much as you can. And once you have identified your strengths to figure out, okay, how can I tangibly connect the these to my goals? My whether it's fitness, health, you know, how can I tangibly what does that look like? Say you're gifting is communication. How can I communicate my health goals on a week-to-week, day-to-day basis? Is it in just accountability of talking it out with someone every couple days, whatever it is, just figure out, you know, talk with your friends, figure out a way to to use it. And once you've identified it, just that tangible ways to connect them to your goals, I would say, would be right. kind of just, it's kind of like quit talking about and do it. <laughs> right creating a behavior change. Right. So on the blog, Michaela talks about a time in her life when she struggled with her weight and a disconnect she was having in many aspects of her life. Michaela, can you tell your story a little bit? Yes. You know, I think one as women that we all can relate to, whether it's with weight or just how we feel like we look or image or appearance, you know, it seems to me anyway, everywhere around us, images like you need to be thinner, you need to be fitter, Mm -hmm. eat cleaner, you know, whatever it is, it's, it's everywhere. And even thinking back to that kind of season in my life, I think for me, it boiled down to how I was just not loving myself and I wasn't believing it kind of coming back to the beliefs and the mindsets. I wasn't believing good things about myself. You know, I was, I'm ugly, I'm fat, I'm this, I'm that, you know, I'm just kind of who, who I was wasn't enough. And working through that season and working through kind of my own just heart issues in it, it kind of really boiled down to, I needed to just love on myself and actually loving on myself meant eating good and taking the time to exercise and, and kind of love myself in that way. So yeah, through the years and there's still times that, you know, I struggle with that and you got to believe what's good. For me, the victory has been that remembering who I am and remembering mm-hmm. those values and the things that help me to love myself. It, it is hard as women, but I think even to banning banning together and even being around getting your weekly emails and and just little things like that that just feed feed my mind with positivity is makes all the difference. Uh, that's so it's so true. I mean, loving on yourself really is in the end feeding yourself well and and exercising, but it's the whole picture. And that's why I was so excited to do this podcast with you simply because we're two different worlds. We're talking about, you know, in our, on our online communities, two different things, but yet they're so connected. And I feel like that's such a disconnect with people is they try to put Mm. all of these different aspects of their life into separate boxes. And instead of just intermixing Mm -hmm. them all because they're all related. And it's when you fix one area, it kind of goes into the other area. And definitely a passion of mine is exactly what you're talking about and just loving on yourself and finding positivity and joy, which can be really hard to do, but using that in the end, which will lift you up and help you to reach your health and await goals or whatever you have. So that's so awesome to hear. So what are your key principles that you still do to this day to help you overcome these hurdles you you face and create a healthy life? So number one, I would just say what you're talking about already is is just monitoring my mind. 
And it's, you know, what am I feeding in my mind? What are the images? Am I scrolling through Facebook and I walk away and I'm discouraged? You know, it's like, right. what, a, what am I um, monitoring my mind with? What am I feeding it with? Is just a day-to-day thing that is just healthy. So even just, um, I know you didn't tell me to do this, but just the plug for Alexa and coaching, I think if you're out there looking for a fitness coach or a wellness coach or whatever it is, I think that's why somebody I so gravitated towards your website and your stuff is because I know how key that is and how important that is to actually wanting to change kind of physical outside things. And so, yeah, that would be number one. Number two is, is, is surrounding myself with good people. And you're not always around positive people, but you get to choose whose voice you really let in. And so surrounding yourself with good people. And uh, another key principle I'd say is, and is one actually just even in the past couple, probably last six months that I've really grabbed onto is just owning my journey. No one's going to do it for me. <laughs> I can, Unfortunately, uh, right. Know, <laughs> right, right. I think if that was, we'd all pay that person if right. that was going to happen by now, but uh, it, and it's just owning it and making time and space. A real example of this in the past couple months, I kind of bit the bullet and had some money saved and got a personal trainer. Took the time, energy, investment, and money. And now on a week-to-week basis, that time with with my trainer is in my schedule. It takes priority. So that would just be a principle too of prioritizing what's important and make it make it just part of your healthy lifestyle. I love how you just yeah. said own it. I mean, it's so true. Ugh. We just got to own our, our health. So going along mm-hmm. with the last question, what is the single most important thing you think everyone should be doing for their health? Who? Yes. I know. Um, it's like a loaded question. <laughs> Trust me, you can't go wrong. Right. I mean, as it relates to what you um, found and even what you practice. Sure. Uh, this feels like you're the expert. You need to you need hey, to answer this one. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like but, there's so many different right. ways, and everyone does something so different. Yep. Like not putting anyone in mm-hmm. a box, but just showing, hey, there are sure. multiple different ways. But we all got to take action, and this is what's working for you. So it's kind of where okay. I'm going with that. Right, right, yeah. So I'd say single most important. You know what? I'm gonna stick with owning it uh, mm-hmm. because I think. There's just power in taking responsibility for kind of all of these things that we've talked about. I'd say kind of owning your values, owning your purpose. And so much of owning it is figuring it out is, okay, what are my values? What is my purpose? What, where am I at health wise today? Where am I at now that I'm going to take responsibility for? However, whatever my health is right now, and I'm going to own it and and move forward and figure out how I can make it better and be more healthy and, and have a lifestyle that reflects that. So, and to remember that in owning it, your journey doesn't necessarily look like the next guy or girl's. If something works for them, it might not work for you. And and that's part of owning it too, is to be okay with the differences and, and to celebrate one and celebrate yours. And I think today I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that as my single most important answer. 
it might be different tomorrow, but <laughs> that'll that'll be today anyway. I love it. You should get shirts made. That's it's like a yeah. perfect quote for sure. <laughs> a random fact of the day. Maybe that might be the, the next book I write. Might there, hey, there you go. You just Maybe named it. Book. I think yeah. it's good. I mean, I, I, oh. I think it's an area we all struggle with, just owning who we are and yeah. not feeling like just you know. I feel like. I'm like this glass house and I feel like I get so discouraged every day. It's a choice to choose not to be overcome by envy or what someone else is Mm -hmm. doing that's working and it's not working for me and just just letting it all sink in, you know, or the thoughts of, yeah, you're telling me I'm eating healthy, but the scale doesn't represent that. But just like owning the fact that our bodies are beautiful Mm -hmm. and that we're beautiful and that we all have that purpose. And so I just love Mm -hmm. this so much. Yeah, it's definitely nails exactly what I think true health is, is more about our mind and how we feel and how we go about our life as opposed to just what we're putting in our body Mm -hmm. or just what that scale says. This is great. So lastly, I know you like simplification. I obviously like simplification. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think about cutting out some of the noise in our life, whether that be from how much we do or how much stuff we have um, or how many goals we set on reaching our overall right. destination? Like what areas of your life do you find simplification is essential? I mean, as I'm getting older and I'm not knowing that that old, but I'd say <laughs> everywhere. Um, and it's funny that you asked this question because coming into 2016, you're obviously got your goals, resolutions. And I felt driven, actually. I'm already driven by goals and and love my to-do list and whatnot. Right. But I felt, really, I was supposed to dial back and not have as many goals and to really simplify the ones I had and to remember more about quality than quantity. Mm, Yeah. And I kind of do my goals. I do every three months. They feel a little more uh, tangible for me. And even in that, like I just did a whole closet clear out where I, you know, decluttered and took some stuff to the consignment shop and stuff, little stuff like that, that doesn't seem like a big deal really, really does help in just, I think our mindsets to, to simplify and remember that we don't, we don't need as much this or that, that we need. And, and the noise and the distractions is really, really in my mind, it is a distraction and it is if our destination is seeking our purpose, living out our values. I find the clutter, the noise are just kind of like detours and speed bumps that slow us down from really going hard after what we're called to do. And so I guess even when you think about it with with simplifying, uh, when you have nailed down your values, your purpose, and you have so much clarity on that, it helps to simplify and you can then quickly say no to something or yes to something because you've got clarity and that clarity is power. And I kind of say uncertainty is sabotage. So Hmm. simplicity kind of, I think really helps in that giving you, I think even peace to when someone asks you, Hey, do you want to do this? You kind of like, Nope. And you can say no with peace and walk away, right? Um, rather than you know committing to to everything you know, right. that we often feel obligated to, right? 
There's so many yeah. things always bombarding us. And I think that just goes along mm-hmm. with it. You know, like it's so easy to jump shit from what you're doing because it's not working the way you wanted it to work and run to something else that's promised the next greatest results. I mean, we see it all the time, like in the diet world and in the, in- mm-hmm. the industry of weight loss, how many new diets hit the market every single <laughs> year and how many people jump shit from what they're mm-hmm. doing in hopes or in belief that that's going to work out instead of just kind of looking within mm-hmm. and finding the own answers within our own bodies and the truth that's from within us. And so that's, yeah, I I agree. Simplicity mm-hmm. is something um, I'm a huge believer in. I haven't done the whole closet clean out thing yet, but that's coming. Oh, yeah. Peyton, go my, for it. You'll yeah. love it. <laughs> Peyton, my husband, he... Oh. It like things I throw away our life pretty much. He's like, <laughs> I pretty much thrown away his childhood is what he claims. I'm not sure about that, but I love to declutter things. But the closet situation is like an area where I'm like, ah, oh, but I spent money on this. And how can I right. just get rid of it, even though I haven't worn it? But I heard it's so freeing, right. even in that small step, just to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. And then owning what you do have and feeling confident right. and good in what you are wearing. I think that's huge. Yep. And just having the overall persona of just like feeling good and confident in who you are and owning yourself again. So I think that's mm-hmm. awesome. Okay, you've challenged me now to like go home <laughs> and do it. Is it. Isn't it called there like the capsule go. wardrobe? Is that what you... You did. Oh, I don't even know. Oh, you just did. Like, you just cleaned it out. I just went for it, you know? Yeah, yeah, keep me posted how that goes. (laughs) I I will definitely keep you posted. (laughs) So to kind of Uh, end this session, it's been so much fun, but something I want to ask everyone who comes on the show as a guest on the show, what are your words of wisdom to us on reaching success and your overall health goals you know, in the next 90 days or just in life? Like, what are those hmm. words of wisdom you can give us? Well, I'm actually going to end on giving you some stats because you, uh, in that question, you just said, what are the goals? I kind of like to refer back to, I stumbled across this stat that basically Harvard interviewed their graduates. They interviewed them. And then 10 years later, they interviewed it again. The results were the 3% who had clear written goals were earning on average 10 times as much as the other 90%, 7% put together. So ever since I've read that and I've stumbled across other reports like that, that emphasize the power of clearly actual written down goals I have noticed as I've done that, just even for my big goals, my 20-year goals and my six-month goals, when I actually write it down, there is something that, I don't know, something in your mind, some doctor can tell us if something stimulates in your mind, but um, that power happens, I think, when you write it down and you get that clarity and you actually have to physically, tangibly write out the steps. Okay, this is what I want to do in the next 90 days. This is where I want to be in the next 30 days. And this is what I'm going to do this week to get there. There's mm. So I would say that would be, you know, if I had to leave everybody with one takeaway, I would say it's that. Ick, because, you know, often we have and probably most of the people listening have 2016 goals mm-hmm. and they probably they're just in their mind. Oh, yeah, I want to do that. Three months down the road comes and they've thought, oh, I'm kind of doing that. Or they've completely off the bandwagon. So to write them down, to draw somebody else into that process so there's accountability. 
and then go from there. I I would just say with goals is to just write them down Mm -hmm. and to force yourself to figure out what is the big vision? What's the kind of halfway point that I can measure? You know, anything that we want to manage, we need to measure so we understand how we're going to get from A to B. And, and then kind of go from there. So get out your pen and paper. And I, I kind of like to leave everybody with homework. Mm-hmm. If, if you haven't walked away from a conversation with me having to think about something, I feel like I haven't done my job. I'll leave that with, with you and with the listeners. <laughs> That's awesome. So just so I'm clear on this, you basically set your long-term goals, but then you break it down into 90 days, 30 days, and then what you can do this week to achieve that goal. Right. Yep. So I have, um, I have 20 year goals, 10 year goals, five year goals, three year goals, and then one year. And then within my one year, I break it down every three months. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, in that process, I know that seems kind of overwhelming, but that, and even now I'm tweaking those as, you know, the days go on. And, you know, that process took me months to, to nail each of those years and to, and I'm still tweaking them and editing them. And, and then it does help me to, for the three month goals, three months to me just feels tangible. Right. Something you can, can, you can do. Yeah. You know, you can grab a hold of and, and dig into. So for, for people not to feel overwhelmed that, Oh, geez, I have to uh, like, I just had one 26 single. Now I need, you know, Hmm. but just to start small and, and to go from there. Right. But yeah. It's taking that action on those goals too. Right. Thank you so much for being on the show. This has been amazing. And I know I learned so much um, and just really living for our passion and living with purpose and just owning who we are and, and living that in joy. So thank you so much. I'm going to write up all these questions you ask and those action steps in the end. I love action as well because um, what's good talking about it going to do? You know, we got to take action on this stuff. Right. So can you just, before we go, tell us where people can find you, you know, where they can learn more about you and, and what you do. I'm a kind of speaker, writer, coach. So ideally, my favorite thing is is one-on-one working with with clients who are just looking to step into their purpose, step into their dreams and and really unlock that kind of voice within them. So you can find me at michaelakate.com. That's uh, m i k a e l a kate.com. I know there's like a million ways to spell Michaela, so I spelled it out for you. But yeah, come check me out. I'd love to connect with you. And actually, the word for my year is connect, that I want to actually meet people where they're at all the more and help them. So come connect with me. Shoot me a message. Send me an email. I'd love to hear hear your dreams, your struggles, what what works, what's hard. Um, and and help you in any way I can. So yeah, thank you so much, Alexa. This has been fun. I feel like all these topics, I could just go on and on and on. So um, thank you for cutting me off. And uh, yeah, (laughs) we'll have to have you back for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you again. Thank you. As Michaela mentioned, if you'd like to learn more about what she does and her beliefs, you can find her at MichaelaKate.com. That's M-I-K-A-E-L-A. K-A-T-E.com. And everything you'd like to know about Michaela, along with the homework assignment she gave us, will be listed in the show notes created especially for this episode. You can find it at simplerootswellness.com slash 001. And don't forget, you can find a ton of healthy recipes and nutrition knowledge on my website, 
simplerootswellness.com, home to simplification, realistic change, and really good food. I'd love to have you follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as keeping this conversation going and holding each other accountable to change that works. And finally, one more thing I want to ask of you. I would greatly appreciate it if you would take one minute out of your day to rate and review the show. This will make the podcast visible and findable by new people sharing in the knowledge, helping them to cut out the noise, finding simplicity, and lasting help. To rate and review the podcast, just visit simplerootswellness.com slash iTunes or simplerootswellness.com slash Stitcher. Here's to living with purpose, clarity, and understanding and our personal strengths so that we can better ourselves and others around us. Let's foster our strengths and use them this week to live with more intention.